0: Hey everyone, my name is Simon and welcome to the Living Luna podcast. I want Living Luna to be about tarot and about jewelry from a lived point of view. There's definitely plenty of tarot theory podcasts out there that are really amazing if you're trying to learn tarot or rush up on tarot or figure out how the cards are embodied from this higher level theoretical point of view and similarly there's a growing number of podcasts out there that talk about some aspect of the pagan whether it's wicca or jewry or one of the reclaiming traditions or witchcraft in general in all forms that that can take whether that's through european witchcraft or non-european indigenous witchcraft But in a lot of cases, the resources that I've been able to find are either focused on theory and teaching or they're focused on a more grandiose view. For example, with a lot of pagan-centric podcasts, a lot of what's talked about is the cross-quarter festivals or the Eightfold Wheel of the Year and all of these different big set-piece events. And what I would like to focus on With this podcast is more about the everyday, like when you get up and you go to work and you're on your commute and you're sad at your job for eight hours a day. If you work a nine to five, where is the Druidry in that? Where is the paganism in those scenarios? What do you carry with you every day? Like, I'm very interested in this practical application of these beliefs and where they fit into our everyday lives. And that's not to say that the ceremonies aren't important, because of course they are, but they're also events that happen eight times a year, perhaps. And what, in all practical purposes, do we do for the rest of the days of the year as relates to whatever we believe in? A quick note about the name of the podcast before we move on. I think that using the moon to set timing is a kind of interesting and easy way to break up periods of time. I think, you know, days and weeks and months can all blur together, but looking up at the sky and seeing the changes in the phases of the moon it gives you this very kind of clear sense of timing and also I'm most awake like mentally I can think best later in the day which is a little bit difficult in modern society where we most of us have to go to a job during the regular business hours. But I thought it would be fun to arrange the podcast so that I release a new episode every new moon and every full moon, hence the name Living Luna, creating along that cycle of the of the moon's phases. In talking about tarot and druidry, I thought it would be helpful if I gave some background on how I came across both of these practices and how they fit into my life. Tarot came into my life a couple of years ago back in 2016 I was struggling with some mental health issues and over the course of a couple of years I tried different practices to help find balance for myself and eventually ended up being able to get some professional therapy which I feel lucky that I have the health insurance and the finances and other resources to be able to do that but I found during therapy that having tools to work with outside of the sessions was a good thing and I had come across tarot a couple times before my initial first reaction to tarot was seeing it as this tool that could be used for self-examination and just seeing the cards and realizing that they all you know, had a specific meaning and there was specific imagery, it seemed like that would be something that you could use to, to kind of figure things out for yourself a bit. But then so much of the initial literature that I read about tarot was more about the divinatory aspects of it that I had discounted it a little bit until I came across the work of Lindsay Mack. Who is Wild Soul Healing on Instagram? And um, Tarot for the Wild Soul is her course. And she reframes tarot from the perspective of using it as a tool for self examination and self understanding rather than the usual divinatory aspect that a lot of people think of it as. Finding Lindsay's work was transformational for me. It pushed me in this whole other direction of being able to have this anchor that I could trust in these tarot cards and through that learn to trust myself and my own perceptions of myself. Tarot for me has become this really amazing tool where I can pull a card in the midst of emotional turmoil and feel comforted, or I can pull a card when I wake up and, and... Just see how I'm feeling at that moment. You know, sometimes when you wake up, you don't remember a dream that you had, but you wake up with this disconcerted feeling like you're disconnected from something or you're just not all present mentally. And sometimes just pulling a tarot card and reflecting on it can can kind of help drag me out of that state, which is really helpful in the morning. I'm also part of a tarot collective on Instagram. It's at AwakenedFool.com which um, is a community of people where we kind of share our experiences through the lens of tarot. And we help each other to learn and grow through tarot, which is really wonderful. Moving on to Jewidry. What is juridry to me? Well, juridry is kind of interesting because historically there were people in Europe that practiced Druidry. We don't know too much about it directly from them because a lot of their traditions were oral and what was committed to paper, what was written down, was mainly written by Christian monks and other scribes who weren't Druids themselves. And also through various invasions of people and ideas, starting with the Romans and leading into Christianity, we have this period of time with the Druids where they gradually were either wiped out or their ideas kind of faded into the background and became more secret and did carry on but in a more folk tradition and and less kind of structured druidic way so it is hard to say historically what the definitive druid practice would have been and also the people that we think of as druids today probably wouldn't have called themselves druids that's a label that was applied to them after the fact all of that to say that there are a few different ways of looking at Druidry in a modern context. There are r- more reclaiming aligned Druid organizations that look primarily at the information about Druidry that comes out of Ireland, which in some cases is is the more kind of pure version. Some people might say that. And then there are organizations like OBOD, the Order of Bards, Ovates and Druids, that takes a look at Druidry more through the Welsh lens. And That's where my Druidry comes in, where I'm actually working my way through the Bardic grade, which is the introductory grade to Druidry. Through Obod, so I'm I'm working through that that bardic coursework. This is where the first practical application of druidry comes in. Where working through that coursework, the coursework itself is not difficult. It's not hard to understand, and it's not hard to do the exercises as they're laid out and work your way through it. What is really difficult is that a lot of the exercises are very confronting, at least they have been for me, where, as I mentioned earlier, I've been working through some mental health challenges in the last few years and it seemed like every time I would open one of the, the gwers, as they call them, which is the Welsh word for course, every time I would open one of the gwers and start to work on it, it would call up some emotional turmoil or, Or just something from the past that I hadn't thought about for a while. And I would have to stop doing the actual coursework and take some amount of time to process that feeling or emotion or thought or whatever it would be. And in some cases, the processing of of that emotional turmoil has taken... A month or two where I haven't been doing any of the Druid studies because I've been trying to kind of rebuild or reconstruct or come to terms with or cope with this other thing in my life. That's been a huge source of frustration and anxiety for me because it's coming up in a couple months. It'll be a whole year since I first started the Bardic Grade and I'm maybe a quarter of the way through it, if I'd been able to keep up with all of it consistently. It, I think the, the coursework takes about a year to do, so if I'd been able to to just do it as it came out and keep up with it consistently, I would be pretty much done already. And so I've been quite upset about that at different points to different levels of just feeling like how can I do all this stuff like uh, am I really the right person to be doing this maybe I'm not really cut out for for these studies and I was starting to feel really discouraged until I had this realization that the whole point of working through this coursework is to deal with whatever comes up, that the coursework itself, as I said, it's not difficult. The What it's preparing you for, what it's giving you as a person, is this ability to see into yourself and to find these things that are holding you back and deal with them. So doing those things is doing the coursework, even if I haven't progressed as far as I thought I would with the actual written material, the internal development and the the human development of myself has been huge already in this first year. And when I talk about the lived aspect of something like Druidry, that's really what I'm referring to. Like, over this past year, I really don't think that I've done anything that would be recognisable as, like, a Druid practice to people on the outside. I haven't really celebrated any of the festivals or performed any amazing rituals or anything like that. But what I have done is confront and work through a whole bunch of things internally that were really making my life miserable and I'm in such a better place already because of that which is thanks to Druidry and with Tarot as a tool that's helped keep me grounded and kept me anchored as I've Work through those things. Another thing that I've appreciated is being able to hear other people's experiences, which is part of what inspired me to start this podcast, as well as Druidcast, which is the official OBOD podcast. I also found this this other podcast called Forest Spirituality, which is by Julie Brent and she lives in Australia, and um, people have shared, different guests that she's had on on that podcast have shared that that they've taken three years, five years, seven years, nine or ten years to complete each grade of of the Jewry course that, you know, some people have taken nine years to complete the Bardic grade, and that, that certainly made me feel a lot better, not only hearing that, but then hearing the reasons why it took them so long and understanding that it's okay to live your life and it's okay to deal with the things that you need to do and it doesn't mean that you're not a druid if you have to do those things. That may sound silly, but I think there's a lot of us that deal with some form of imposter syndrome and it is just nice to know that we can deal with that and still be okay. As well as coursework and other structured learning materials, I've also been doing a lot of reading from books in general and um, a book I finished recently is Waking the Witch by Pam Grossman. If you're familiar with the Waking the Witch podcast, that's um, it's the same person that, that wrote this book as, as records that podcast. And what I liked about this book is it's a history of witchcraft through the lens of how popular culture has defined and represented witchcraft and the spine that it All Hangs Off is Pam's personal journey with her awakening as a witch and her journey on learning witchcraft herself. It's not wholly any one thing. It's not wholly an autobiography, it's not wholly a history book, and it's not wholly a treat on popular culture. It's, it's a, a really expert blending of all those three things and if you're interested in seeing one person's perspective on what witchcraft can be then i, I recommend this book as, as a, a very smooth easy read the has a lot of kind of fun elements to it with all that said i think that's about everything that i have for the introductory first episode of, of living lunar and this was going to go up on the new moon but given my schedule during the work week it ended up being the weekend before i could really sit down to record it so the next episode is supposed to release on the full moon but we'll see whether it releases actually on the day of the full moon or on the closest weekend after the full moon but hopefully if you enjoyed this and you kind of like the concept of where it might be going if you would you know maybe subscribe to the podcast and come back and listen to the next few episodes that would be really cool and really helpful cuz this is going to be fun thank you for listening and I'll catch you again